All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. They say that change is as good as a holiday, but why do we sometimes hate it? Why are we sometimes scared of change? Could it be because it happens without our control? Does it sometimes happen when we least expect it? Does it sometimes happen when it just has to, and maybe we're not ready for it? Today, I want to talk about change. Now, this afternoon, I was having a discussion with a client of mine, and we're talking about his situation and how things have changed lately, but he's really taken the positive out of it and really embraced the change. As an advisor, I talk to people all the time about change. We discuss change. We discuss how to deal with it. Normally, that's financially related, but sometimes it could be personally. To me, I love change. To me, if change didn't happen, then we would literally be stuck where we are. And personally, I'd be pretty bored if things didn't change. As humans, we have this tendency to love consistency, to love um, routine. You know, as babies, when a baby is born, routine, 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 especially to first-time parents, they'll always hear those words. And it's true. We love routine. We love a time that we get up in the morning. We love a particular coffee at a particular time of the day. So routine is great, but it can also make us very, very stale. Now, when change happens, the first tip or the first recommendation I'd give is just to think, what's the worst that can actually happen? Because really, for example, you go into a shop, the coffee shop's closed. That can frustrate a couple of people because it's especially if it's your favorite coffee shop. But if there's another coffee shop just 100 meters down the road, as frustrating as that may be for some people, if you just think, look, what's the worst that can actually happen? Yes, I'm going to have to walk 100 meters or drive. Um, yes, that coffee might be terrible because it's not what I'm used to, but that's probably the worst that's going to happen. Or yes, it might be an extra dollar or two, but that's it. It's the same thing if something is a bit more serious. For example, let's say you lose your job. What's the worst that can happen? Now, obviously, we know what the worst is, and it can get it can be very detrimental to someone's financial situation, especially if that person doesn't find work for a while. But for most people, if you actually start talking to them about their skills and how in demand they actually are with their type of job, most of the time, they'll tell you the worst that can happen is they're going to have no work or no income for about three or four weeks. And that's something that most people can deal with, especially if they've managed things properly. The second thing is to ask yourself, how much of the situation can you actually control? Now, when we are in a situation, especially when change is thrown at us, straight away, a lot of us start to think, okay, how can I control this? What can I do to stop this from happening? But you need to ask yourself this question as well, because if none of it is in your control, then stop trying to change it or stop trying to avoid the change. For example, um, a pandemic that wasn't in our control. Another example is being sacked from work. You know, maybe some of that's in your control. You can try to convince your boss to give you your job back. But if you were sacked, is that really a job that you want? The other part about it as well is a breakup. You know, if somebody just doesn't want to be with you and they break up with you, 
yes, maybe there's a bit of that you can control. There could have been a misunderstanding. Maybe there are things you need to work on. Maybe the other person was a bit irrational when they broke up with you. But really, how much of that can you actually control? So by understanding what you can control and what you can't, it gives you a bit more guidance and it makes it a lot more obvious as to what things you should focus on and what things you shouldn't focus on. Of course, this is easier said than done, especially when we're talking about breakups because I'm a financial advisor here on a microphone talking to you about relationships and being dumped. So obviously, it's not that easy to sometimes, you know, look at what you can and can't control and emotionally, it's not that straightforward. But but I think you get my point. Once you understand what you can control, you can then accept the parts that you have to accept and you can then reframe and you can then look at what you need to focus on and what you need to pivot to. For example, let's just go back to the coffee shop scenario because a lot of us love our coffee. You go to a coffee shop every day for six years and then that coffee shop closes. Now, most people would freak out. I'd probably freak out. Okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to find another coffee shop you know, or your favorite barber, you've been going to this barber for six years and suddenly that barber decides to close up and start selling cars. What do you do? Like this, only this one person knows how to cut your hair. Like even you haven't gone to anyone else in like 10 years. And that would, you know, stress a lot of people out. But the barbers quit, the barbers closed their shop. So you can't change that. And the best thing you can do is accept that they're not cutting hair anymore and reframe. Think, who else can I come? Who else is going to cut my hair? Who else can I try out? Who else can I see? What else can I do? This applies to coffee. This probably applies to relationships as well. But the second you accept the change and reframe and think, okay, what am I going to focus on? You are going to be much more likely to succeed than trying to wage war on an unwinnable war. The fourth thing is to celebrate the positives. Look at the positives in the situation. I know everyone's going to say this, you know, it's, oh, look at the positives. Always try to find a silver lining. Like, and, and that's probably one of the easiest things that's easier said than done, especially for someone that's on the outside. But seriously, think about the positives. Think about the things that, you know, yes, you've, you've been sacked. But think about the positives. Did you really, were you really that in love with your boss or your employer or your work environment or the type of, duties you were doing. Were you really that in love with it? Think about the positives. Sometimes it takes change for us to move to something better. There's a quote, I don't know who said it, but it was essentially, and I don't know if it's a religious quote, but it basically says every time I was being knocked back, knocked back, I wasn't being rejected. I was being pointed towards something better. And to me, I, I think of that so many times. Think about the positives. Now, for those that are normally optimistic, you know, those that are glass half full people, they're going to find this very easy to do. For those that are normally glass half empty people, for them, it might be a bit more, you know, difficult. But once you do that, and once you've reframed, and once you've worked out what you can control and what you can't, you then take action. You then do something. An option is just to sit at home and feel sorry for yourself for six months. But another option is to take action, to understand, okay, what are the things that I can control? What am I going to do with that time that I have or with these opportunities? And what's the next step? Are you going to fix up your resume? Are you going to look at something else to invest in? Are you going to start Googling barbers in your area to see which barbers are you going to see? Who are you going to see first? Let's look up their reviews. Let's talk to friends that have similar hair as me to see who cuts their hair because maybe I'm going to find someone better. And with all this, it's very, very important to make sure that you're managing your stress. 
stress levels can creep up on us. Anxiety levels can creep up on us. It can happen without us realizing. And sometimes it takes another person to, to, to tell you. And that's where it's important to seek support from those around you, especially if you are suffering um, serious levels of anxiety or stress, um, whether it's you contacting Lifeline on 13, 11, 14, whether you're talking to a partner, whether you're seeking some sort of support or talking to someone about it, that's all really, really important. But the other things you can do is just meditation, relax, relaxing, um, staying physically fit, you know, just health 101, just the basics, the things that we should be doing. Um, I talk to so many people that they, their, their life changes for whatever reason, whether they, you know, lose their jobs or they can't work for medical reasons. And suddenly they start focusing on their health because it's something they were never able to focus on. So these are all really important. Physical health is just as important as mental health, if not more important. But really, I think they go hand in hand. They're equally important as each other because you can't focus on the physical and ignore the mental and vice versa. But again, change is good. Change is great. We need change. Um, sometimes, and, and I was talking to my client this afternoon and something he said is that time is, change is happening faster than ever. And I think it's true. I, I think that things are changing around us, um, financial markets, technology, health, the economy, the world, that it's just happening at a faster rate, or at least I feel it is anyway. So with all this is that, with all this that's happening, if you just sit and you essentially you know, sit on the sidelines and expect things to to change. If you're not willing to change, and if you're not willing to deal with the change that's happening, then you can't expect yourself to come out on top. Um, one of my favorite examples of change um, is that of uh, Blockbuster. Um, you know, but Blockbuster um, was a great, um, you know, we used to go there to get videos, to get DVDs. And uh, they were popular and they were making a lot of money. And then technology came out and, you know, the, the, the sorry, technology evolved and Blockbuster chose not to, to go with the times. They chose not to focus on the whole digital technology and they, kept, they still kept selling videos and DVDs. Um, and look how that turned out for them. Another big example is Kodak, I think, you know, um, Kodak um, didn't embrace change as fast as they, they should have. And they, they sort of just expected things to change by themselves in the, in the business. And Kodak really suffered when digital cameras came out and people didn't need to develop photos anymore in phones. And, you know, the cameras in our phones suddenly became so powerful and so advanced. So if you look at history, if you look at anyone that's dealt with change and how they did it, you'll find those that were successful, those that actually saw it as an advantage are those that did these things. Those that just buried their heads in the sand and felt sorry for themselves are the ones that really were behind and didn't really move forward. So today, if there's anything I want you to take out of this episode is when you are dealt with change, when you're dealt with that card that you weren't really expecting, just think, what's the worst that can happen? Work out how much of it you can control, accept and reframe, focus on what you need to, celebrate the positives, take action, manage your stress and seek support where you need to to really make sure that you're dealing with the change and you're coming out on top so that you can feel better, do better, and be better. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. 
please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.